This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, as we get going here on Wednesday afternoon, want to start today, as mentioned, with this story in Airdrie, where uh, Airdrie residents are maybe now just becoming aware of what's potentially an $80 million project, maybe more, uh, to renovate Airdrie City Hall, renovate the library, renovate uh, numerous buildings in the area as well. Uh, a, a big project, an expensive project, but one that a lot of Airdrie residents feel as though has been conducted in secret. There have been meetings about, about this project that have been invitation only. Uh, you might have heard earlier today, uh, Airdrie resident Marnie Marr with the Facebook group Airdrie Screwed was on with Bruce Kenyon talking about this and uh, some of the FOIP requests they've made to try to get information about this. One of them cost $17,000. They were told another would cost $75,000. So why should something like this be so difficult for Airdrie residents to, to know about and learn about? And what is it going to mean to them? Well, Let's go to to, uh, our next guest here. Uh, Peter Brown is the mayor of Airdrie. He joins us on the line this afternoon. Mayor Brown, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. Great to be here. Uh, Well, okay, so this is getting a lot of attention. There seems to be a a building backlash now to to this project. The the square, as it's known, where where did this idea first come from? Well, we have a a wholly owned subsidiary called Airdrie Main Street Square, and um, uh, there's uh, all members of council and two administrators sit on the board. So we manage uh, the properties adjacent to City Hall. One of them includes the library. And uh, I guess about two years ago, they sort of said, "Okay, well, you know, the buildings are starting to get antiquated. We need, we may, we we may may or may not need a bigger library. The consensus is we do." So we started a process through the board to sort of envision what it could look like. And through the process, there was a recommendation made by the majority of the board to support uh, the the um, the square as it sees as you see today. The challenge with releasing it, uh, I was listening to your to the beginning of the conversation. It, it was simply because uh, the whole thing was contingent on having an arrangement on a land deal with an adjacent property owner. So that wasn't approved until I believe, or in principle approved, uh, without um, sorry, in principle approved, uh, but would not go forward without council authority. Obviously, uh, that's why it was delayed in coming to the public. Okay, so it's been delayed in coming to the public, but you say it, it, it is now coming to the public. It, it definitely, in, 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 it's coming forward to the public. Uh, for some reason, uh, I wasn't at the attendance in the June meeting. Uh, I was actually speaking to one of the members this morning. There was a motion made in, in June to use October 3rd as the possible date for it to come back to council. And obviously that was far too soon with the, you know, this this project is quite significant. And uh, we we need to hear from the community as far as, is this what we want to do? Is it, do we want to scrap this plan? Do we want to do something else? Do we want to do anything at all? And that's really where the community comes in. So, yeah, there was definitely um, a delay in getting the information to the community. But as they say, we're restricted on land deals. And, and anybody who's been on the council before will understand that. We can't really go ahead with anything until we have everybody on side and that this is a possibility. Uh, but again, just uh, really appreciate Marnie. I didn't hear the interview this morning, but we have a lot of respect for the people that are that are concerned about this development, but and I share some of those concerns. And definitely, uh, we've been talking about it. We're meeting on Monday as a board and as a council to say, okay, how are we going to go forward with this, and what will that look like, and how will the community be involved in in the decision making as we as we move forward? And that's really where we are today. Uh, definitely, the the date and this transparency issue. I, I'm about as transparent a person as I get. 
And I, I would say that uh, we've done very good at getting it out there now. We are late. I heard you mention the the invitation only. And that was really a, a decision made by the board thinking that we'll bring in community leaders and we'll bring in uh, business leaders in the community. I think there was about 50 of them to say, okay, what do you guys think of this? Is this a good thing for the community? Is it a bad thing for the community? Does it make financial sense? Is it an opportunity for us? Is it not an opportunity for us? And that was what we were hoping to get from that. And unfortunately, it sort of turned around to, well, now it's an inclusionary meeting and, you know, you invited specific people and that really wasn't the intent at all. Okay, so when when numbers get thrown around, I mean, there, there's uh, an estimated maybe total cost of this entire project. I've seen some figures, you know, around eighty million. Some suggest more. Yep. Uh, but how much of that would be borne by Airdrie taxpayers? Well, that's the question that a lot of us have, including myself, and and how will this all roll out? So, currently, about fifty one percent of Airdrie Main Street Square is made up with civic dollars. So the dividend that we get comes from city, city hall and from the the library. Now, if you go forward to the, this proposed 10-year plan, uh, when they expand City Hall or, and put in all of this infrastructure, about 72% of that dividend will come from municipal use. So it's not from a, a new plaza or, a, or commercial development where, get, where we're receiving rent like we are now. Uh, most of it is actually civic use. So uh, those questions have not been hashed out, or sorry, the answers to those questions have not been hashed out. And the reality is we're not that far down the road. They look at this as a phased development that may or may not go forward, again, depending on what the community does. But there is no detail. There are box drawings. There's nothing on the inside to say, okay, this is definitive as to square footage, uh, how many of our employees will work there, uh, how, what are the hours, what are the operational costs, what's, what's the expense to community. That detail, we're not even close to being there yet. That, that's why we're... That's why the date's been changed, because this this can't possibly move forward without answering a lot of those questions or all of those questions. Well, it would so it would seem, yeah. So it, it totally. is going to come before council next week, but... Sorry, it's not coming before council. It's uh, coming before the board meeting of, the board of meeting. this Airdrie Main Street Square. So, that, again, it's seven members of council and two administrators. And we have to figure out how we can separate this information of mine. In my view, I believe that 100% of, of anything as it relates to any tax dollars vested in the downtown has to be open, transparent, and public. That that discussion will happen uh, at the board level on Monday, and we'll hopefully have an announcement here in the next uh, week or two. Uh, so Airdrie Main, uh, Airdrie Main Street Square, AMSQ, it, it's yes. a private company, but it's it's owned by the city? 100%, yes. Okay, and is and is that unusual? Actually, I, I sent an email around to all my mid-sized mayor's colleagues, and I would say yes. There was only two other communities that had a similar setup to us, and I believe the city of Calgary is set up a similar to us as well, uh, but they're very different. Uh, I'm just getting the details, but no, it's, it's, I don't believe it's common practice. It was actually at the time, and I would, I would say that it was a very, very smart idea back in 2004, I think, when they realized they're in the facility or they were renting space that was far too small. They saw an opportunity to offset some of their operating dollars at City Hall under reconstruction and buy this sort of plaza uh, underneath them. And at the time, it was probably made a lot of sense. It certainly did, from a financial perspective, it was a smart way to do business. I think now as we move forward and we're looking to 
potentially enhance that, now you're looking at impacting, uh, you know, this is the question of should government be in business of, of competing with business? And those are questions that are going to have to be answered. Uh, in fact, I heard it quite often last night at our open houses. Uh, how are we going to do this moving forward? And those are some of the questions that we just can't answer at the moment. Okay, you mentioned the land deal. So who who owns the land uh, that, that would potentially be included in this, this uh, proposal? Is it a case of the, the AMSQ buying the land or is some of this land well, that, we, that we they already buy, own? That's right. So the, 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 the land owner, so in order to, to showcase the plan, because there's phases to the plan, you can't just, you know, knock everything down. So you have to keep your... Businesses that are operating right now, you have to keep them viable and open. So the idea was to to buy the land adjacent to us, make some changes, and build their store or their their finished commercial product there. They would move over, and then you would start to plan the library out and reconstructing that area. It was kind of crucial to the plan that was brought forward. But again, the plan could change. Uh, mm-hmm. It just depends on what the community thinks, what they're willing to absorb, and again. The critical part for me, well, there's a lot of pieces for me, but the one the one is, okay, what's it going to cost? How is all this going to flesh out at the end of the day? Is it going to impact uh, future tax dollars to enhance this? Probably will, but again, we don't have those details, and that's what we're really looking forward to, to providing, and we're also looking forward to, you know, what's the direction of the board and how we're going to move forward, and this absolutely has to be in the public realm, period. All right, so you're not necessarily for or against the project at, at this point, or, or, or are you leaning one way or another? Well, I, what I was, where I can say that I was challenged was the fact that this is just coming through very quickly, and council was in agreement with that, and we, we basically said, no, we need to give more time for the community to have their say, to get a better understanding. Uh, we've had a mix of people last night. There was a lot of people that were for it. There were a lot of people that were against it. And um, I think even the ones that were for it had a lot of questions that they needed answers or they liked some parts of it, not other parts of it. So, again, however this thing rolls out, uh, we have to be inclusive and we have to get the community involved. And, you know, it's really unfortunate. I really believe we're here because of this, uh, the date thing that came up uh, at the uh, early September meeting of October the 3rd. And, again, we rectified that uh, the following council may say, no, no, if this takes a year to figure out or more, or whatever it takes, or, or as I said earlier, if we if the proposal was changed or altered or completely uh, no one was supporting it, then, you know, those things will come forward. But I believe we're going to be open and transparent, uh, continue to be as we move forward. Yeah, because it, it does seem as though, you know, to, to, with the starting position being maybe we need a new or, or a bigger library, and then that snowballs into this whole grand vision for, for all of Airdrie's downtown, it, that just seems like a, quite the escalation. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It, it definitely is, and it, as I said, I'm talking for myself personally, no one else. But it, it definitely is, and uh, there is a lot of questions to be answered as to how this is all going to roll out, what it'll look like. You know, when you look at it, thinking about ten years out, and I, I think to myself, well, the vast majority of, of bigger businesses now they're they're reducing their carbon footprints. They're having far more of their uh, staff uh, working from home, and I just actually listened to a, a leadership event that's going on uh, with TELUS today, and they were saying the same thing, that the future is we're going to be reducing our costs and making things more efficient and having a lot of our staff work from home. Currently, we don't do that at the city, but I, I think there's lots of opportunities to look at, and I believe as this thing rolls out, we have to look at every option available 
uh, to making sure that our costs are kept down and then we're doing things that are right for the future and not necessarily just for today or a, a couple of years out. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Peter, we'll leave it there. Uh, appreciate your time here uh, this afternoon. Appreciate your candor on this. Thanks for joining us. Uh, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks. All right. Have take a great care. Day. You too. Oh. There you go. That's uh, Peter Brown, mayor of Airdrie. And uh, he says he's got some concerns with how this whole thing has been handled and how a lot of it has been behind closed doors. And look, maybe this would have happened eventually, maybe because of Airdrie residents speaking out. This is now going to get the, the open hearing it deserves. And so it's kind of a lesson, I think, for, for people in other communities, right, that, that you can accomplish something by, by speaking out. Right? Don't just assume that you're just one person, you can't do anything, and, uh, you know, town council or city council is going to do as it pleases. Um, so, that, yeah, this, this has become a big issue. So I think it's, it's an interesting lesson about how these things are to be conducted uh, and how concerned residents uh, speaking out together can can really make a difference. So moving forward, I, I think Airdrie residents deserve, uh, obviously, a say in, in whether this goes ahead or what it looks like. All right, when we come back from the 1 o'clock news, we'll talk about transparency at Calgary City Hall and the important role that investigative journalism plays in exposing wrongdoing. Uh, but before we go any further, it is time now for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.